Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Right, he's captain of the All Blacks this year, played his 100th Test match, re-signed until 2023 with New Zealand Rugby, and now he's featuring for his beloved Manawatu Turbos in the NPC. He's also, and this is the biggie, expecting a second baby in November coming up. So uh, all in all, uh, Aaron Smith, you're having a hell of a year, man, haven't you? I'm oh, very grateful. Um, things have stacked down nicely. Um, but yeah, you know, there's a... Uh, there's a silver lining to everything, and obviously not being with the boys in Australia, um, being home, being able to play for my beloved province, and then also um, in the next few weeks joining my wife to um, be there to support her with our second baby. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a good story actually. Yeah, uh, what what are you missing most about not being with the All Blacks at the moment? Um, well, I'll be honest. Watching the games, the first uh, while we we're in lockdown and stuff was was a little bit tough, just the, the FOMO feeling of, you know, not being there and stuff, but being at home uh, was good as well for the body, but I think being in camp with the Turbos the last few weeks has just, um, has really helped, obviously, preparing for my own games, and, um, you know, not feeling like I'm just a, a rugby player that can play at the moment, but wasn't playing rugby, so I think that's really helped, um, but yeah, it was, it was tough, but... Um, it was an easy decision in the sense of um, if I jumped on the plane and not having been able to get back and coming back in December and my baby being a month old or, you know, six weeks old was just too tough to, to sort of think about. Okay, so let's um, uh, let's look at uh, playing for the Turbos. Um, uh, how, how much are you enjoying that, being back in that environment? Oh, it's been great, mate. It's good. Um, I got those two games in last year. And got to meet a few of the young fellas, and um, it's been great to kind of come back, see how far they've grown, um, try and you know help and uh, and add to this group as best as I can. Um, best thing I'm trying to do though is just lead through example of you know this is how this is what I do, and this is how much I put into uh, my training week to prepare for a game, and uh, just hoping to you know you know inspire by that, not trying to tell them what to do or maybe you should do this, just show what I do and if they pick up anything. And, you know, this time around, I think a lot of those younger boys I built connections with last year, asking a lot more questions around preparation, food, recovery, extra training. And I really enjoyed that. And the big one about me coming home too, which I was excited about, was trying to give back to the community. Um, I've been away in Dunedin now for about 11 years. So, um, you know, I'm going to my primary schools on Friday. Um, giving them a jersey each and just want those opportunities to inspire the younger generation from where I'm from, you know, and um, this trip's been about that for me too. I've been up to Massey University for some of the rugby camps and talked to the groups. Um, I've been uh, doing the work with the Manawatu Cyclone Halfbacks daily and or every couple of days, which has been really exciting and had a couple of uh, chats to coaches as well in the region around how they can improve. So it's been really fulfilling um, to be here. 
what about the, the provincial rugby standard itself and, and playing at that level now? Yeah, it's great, mate. And, um, you know, I think the way the, the way you play, obviously with level two and no crowd, it's pretty tough. But oh, we had like 100 people there and they were ch- uh, cheering. But, yeah, it's a real good level. It's, um, it's a great experience, the type of rugby around, um, you know, the beauty of NPC is, you know, it's never over. Um, a play's never dead, and, you know, they can be try score from anywhere. And the one thing I love the most is to see young guys come through and, you know, you just sort of write little notes about what's that space on this young fella. And um, either, well, in the weekend it was from Northland and seeing how they're pro- um, projecting. And then our young Turbos boys around, you know, who, who I think could make it and um, making sure that, you know, they can call me any time if they need any advice around future contracts and things. and seeing the talent rich pool we've got here even just a month or two and watching the other um, EPC games there's, there's heaps of talent coming through which is always a blessing for New Zealand We've well, got Otago this week uh, mate that, that'll be an interesting match up for you that's one to look forward to Yeah it's good mate the, uh, we, I played them last year and they uh, got a good good little win on us but you know we threw a few intercepts so this time I got a really good plan um, obviously playing about 9 or 10 of my uh, Highlanders teammates um, you know, it's always good playing your mates, and uh, but it'll be uh, be really good. It'll be good to see them. Um, they haven't played in a while, so we'll be trying to use that to our advantage. Uh, we felt it in the weekend around sort of that 50 minute mark where you know you can train and run all you like in lockdown stuff, but game of rugby's a pretty vicious game, and and the conditioning wise, so we'll be trying to sort of put the screws on them and run them around and get them in that hurt locker pretty early. You've been uh, busy on the video side of things, mate. I've, I've just watched it, this uh, viral video, uh, the TikTok thing, knocking bottles off teammates' uh, hands and, and uh, heads and things like that, mate. I've got to say, it was a very polished performance. How many takes? It took two performances. The first one, I, uh, I, um, I, the, the first pass was the hardest one, the sort of cone off the top of the head because obviously getting the height right. So the first video was very funny. I hit him uh, square in the cheek. And then uh, second take, we got it. So, um, yeah, it was good. It was just a bit of fun, mate, with the young fellas. And uh, our gym trainer was looking at me like, uh, can you do that at the end? And I was like, okay, sweet, sorry. We should focus on our gym session. And then, yeah, the young boys are into it. And, yeah, we should do it and put it on TikTok. And, hey, just trying to have a bit of fun, um, connect with my teammates and, and, you know, um, yeah, it's just what it is, mate. And, like, I can't dance on TikTok, so I might as well do something I'm good at. Hey, look, everyone um, everyone knows the guy who throws, throws the knives, but no one knows the uh, the name of the lady that's spinning around when the knives go at her. So who was – can you identify your, your brave teammate on the end of it? It was our young centre, Jar. He's a brilliant – he's a brilliant young man, and he's been up with the Blues in the wider squad last year, and, he did really well. It was actually his idea. He was trying to knock cones off someone's head and kept missing. So I said, oh, I have a crack, bro, if you don't mind standing there. And and then, uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy seeing how, how far the video went and it kind of, my phone was blowing up. And it was cool, just, you know, a bit of positive energy out there at the moment. Um, and, and then seeing heaps of young little kids and people have a crack at it, it's been quite fun and, um, yeah, really fulfilling. Just back to the All Blacks for a second, mate. You've played against uh, Fafta Clerk a lot. You know his style of play, but 
how have you how have you looked at the the Springbok tactics this time around? Has it surprised you to the level of which they've played it? Oh, it surprised me a little bit in the sense I thought they would um, try it. Like usually they play quite tight, and then they play the All Blacks and and play a bit more expansive and spread us out, and that's when they're very dangerous. But obviously they're going quite you know home run on their uh, on their game plan, which to be honest was pretty effective in the weekend, but. Um, very limited in the sense of what to stop, but it is an effective way to play. Um, it won them a World Cup, mate, so uh, people could talk about brands of rugby all they want, but you play for trophies and they won the one that counts. Um, but I think, yeah, as we saw in the weekend, if you can nullify their kicking game, if when the All Blacks kicked well and put them deep in their half, it's very much, you can't box kick from in your 22 and it lands around the 30 or 40, you know, and yes, you might get the ball back, but you're still not in their half. And um, Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting one, but um, that test match was always going to be what it was. Um, it was built up for, you know, 12 to 15 months. Um, I remember it being on the test calendar this year and it was the game everyone wanted to play in and it was never going to be a loose affair. Um South Africa weren't going to let that happen and their style of game, the way they play, slowing the game down and that, um, people can say that's ugly, but hey, they were they, they were up in that 70, in the 70th minutes and uh, nearly got it done, but I was so proud of our young, two of our young men stepping up to win us that game, Quintapai with the turnover and Geordie Barrett with the kick, so that's always pleasing to see that, um, not just the old boys stood up, that was uh, two young guys standing up and really owning a real high-pressure moment. So, so Aaron, do you expect it to loosen up a wee bit then? Do you expect anything slightly different from South Africa in the New Zealand's response this time round? I think if you saw what Africa did when they got the ball back from their box kicks, they spread it a bit. They did look dangerous, and I'd I, I suspect they, I, I, they'll have a multi-layer game plan this week. They, they've got nothing to lose. Um, that's a dangerous South Africa. And um, everyone's been coming at their style of play, and they'll probably try sharpen that up, but also um, play with the ball, play with a bit more freedom of, you know, they need a win. And um, I, I see this as the this is the you know banana skin game for us because we probably built everything up for that game, you know, because you know that was the the big marker tale for the All Blacks as well. So uh, it's going to be another awesome game. Um, yeah, it's going to be a thriller, and I think everyone can uh, stop expecting these six or seven try thrillers against NZ South Africa. It's just so much pressure, so much around your want to tackle, want to carry, and that. That, um, as you saw with Africa, if you give away a penalty in your half, Pollard's going to kick it over, and uh, if you play too expensively, it just suits their game. So you can't give um, South Africa entries into your twenty-twos; they'll just maul for penalties. Kick, kick at the goal or score with them all try. So I think that was great in the weekend of the All Blacks limited their time in our 22, which is what they thrive on. It, you, mate, you, you know, obviously it sounds like you're, you're staying really busy uh, away from the All Black camp, but you're finding, are you finding this mentally is quite refreshing for you, seeing another side of, of perhaps community rugby? And, and, and what's it doing for you your mentally? Is it refreshing you? Yeah, mate, like... Um, just, uh, I obviously was sore from the game but uh, and stuff, but it wasn't like a test match kind of 
bash up in a Super Rugby bash up. Like it was, I was I was able to train on the Sunday and um, got a good massage, but I was ready to go Monday. Where other games that you can play Super Rugby and test you sort of but broke until about Tuesday. So, um, but yeah, it's just I think in the end, like once NPC's um, done, I'll I'll get the extra few months leading into Super Rugby as well, and like that'll buy me time later on, and that's how I'm seeing it, mate. So all those sort of taking it for what it is. I had a really heavy six months of rugby, high minutes, played most games for Super Rugby and and, and then in that little July series and Bledisloe's and then um, this happened and I got that kind of six-week gap between games and yeah, so it's just, I'm taking it as a blessing for my body as an older athlete Um, and I I don't have a choice either, Smithy, like it's just what's happened, mate, I've... uh, Got a baby coming. It's very important to me for my family, and it is a. It's going to buy me time for next year, and hopefully another year after that to uh, fulfil a dream of trying to go to another World Cup. Hey mate, uh, it's been fantastic uh, that you've given us a bit of your time this morning. I've absolutely loved having a chat and thrilled, absolutely thrilled. I'm an ex-Palmerston North boy myself, so I'm thrilled to 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 hear that you're you're loving being back in town, mate. So uh, all the best uh, and good luck against Otago, eh? Thank you, guys. Have a good morning.